Welcome to the Child Care Business Coach Podcast with Evelyn Knight, where mindset mechanics come together for success. Evelyn Knight is the leader of the ECE revolution and is on a mission to touch 1 million children's lives through the elevation of the ECE community. Good morning, everybody. I hope you had a beautiful weekend, and I thank you for joining the Child Care Business Coach Podcast. My name is Evelyn Knight. Uh, and today I want to just jump straight in and talk to you a little bit about overwhelm. Um, something I teach a lot about. And one of the things I would say that my membership program almost revolves around, you could really, really take everything down to overcoming overwhelm, getting a handle on overwhelm. Almost everything in life is, is really streamlining you to help you with that. And so what my question to you today is, how much do you help yourself with that? And what I want everybody to really look at today as we talk about what we're, I'm going, the technique I'm going to help you with today on overwhelm, I want you to really do some deep dives into your heart. And I want you to ask yourself, how much of this do I create? Last week, I talked about problems, right? And how so many of our problems are caused by us, that we really just take things and make them so much bigger than they ever have to be, because we're so focused on the problem that we limit solutions. And when you focus on the solution, suddenly there's a limitless amount of solutions. So that is a huge component of overwhelm. And today I'm going to talk about another component that can help you overcome overwhelm. And that is true delegation. A lot of you might think that you're delegating, but you're not. They think that you're assigning, but you're not. And then many of you are also thinking, but Evelyn, you don't understand. You don't know my staff. I can't trust them to do this. I can't trust them to do that. They watch me doing the different things but they never quite get it, right? So many of you, if that's you, let me know in the chat that you really don't feel like you can trust your staff with delegation. I was once that leader. I was. I remember walking into my childcare center and thinking they all have to go. I just need to fire them. There was three I was willing to keep out of the, I think there were 16 that worked for me at the time. And I just remember thinking, they all have to go. I'm going to keep this three. We just have to start over. It's all done. And through a course of action of just events that happened at my center, um, I realized it wasn't them. It was me. It was a huge reality check, eye-opening experience for me when I realized it wasn't my staff. They weren't the problem. It was my leadership that was the problem. When I'm training teachers and I talk to them about um, the children, right, and behavior issues, one of the things I always say is 90 to 95% of a child's behavior is the, uh, it's all about the adult. It's not the child. Children's behavior is really just a reaction to an adult's behavior, right? Or it's some kind of communication. It's always communication. They're always trying to communicate something. Well, a leader's actions dictate how their staff is showing up. It really does. 
It really, really does. Christine, yes. You feel like that all the time. Yes. I, I know I was that leader once too. So when you feel that way, it's time to have a reality check with you. And this is really hard. But one of the things that I have found in my life is that in order to really grow, if you truly, truly, truly in your heart of heart wants change, and so many of you do, I know you do, you don't want to keep on this hamster wheel. It takes accountability. It takes awareness. And my goal is to help you to be aware, to see those areas that you're falling short so that you can make your life easier. Understand that you are in control. You can control the situation. You can take charge again, but you have to choose that. And in order to do that, it's going to take a hard look in the mirror. So what does delegation look like for real? And how can you take the team that you have right now and turn them into your dream team? You can, I've done it. I actually have a training course I teach called uh, creating a dream team with the team you already have. And that's exactly what can happen because when you step into that higher level leadership role and you become the leader that people want to follow, you're going to be amazed at who your staff becomes and how they open up. I realized this during a staff meeting one day. And in this staff meeting, I was basically just trying to pep my staff up. So I gave them an assignment. I told them, you know, I want each of you to create your own vision for your classrooms for this year. And let me just see you dream. If you had a magic wand and you could create everything you want, what it would look like. This staff meeting took way longer than I thought, but it was so awesome and informative. And the thing that ended up happening was not only did they start creating these visions for their classrooms, but they started creating visions for a childcare center, like the entire center. And the ideas were brilliant. The things that were coming up were absolutely brilliant. Like, well, if we did the parent orientation, I would love to see this and this and this in your parent orientation. And I was just like, why haven't you ever said anything like this before? Where is this coming from? I've never heard you speak like this. I never knew you had all these amazing ideas. I didn't know. I didn't, you know, and in my head, it was like this, whoa, what's happening here? And I had to take a really hard look at myself and realize that it was me. It wasn't them. I was stifling them all those years. All those years, some of these women had worked me for years. I was stifling them. And here I am, I'm about seven to eight years later after that staff meeting. A lot of my staff is the same people. They are the same people. But now I've given them ownership and I don't try to be so controlling. I don't micromanage. And it's not easy. I'm a control freak. But I just realized that when I'm allowing myself, allowing myself to be a micromanaging control freak, I'm just hurting my center. Nothing is going to become great when I do that. So now I delegate. And I had to go on a journey where I realized delegation isn't as easy as I thought. I thought I could just say, okay, now you're in charge of this and you're in charge of this and you're in charge of this. But it's not that simple. I still need to keep control 
of my culture and my brand. So as I'm delegating, I need to make sure that the end results are exactly what I want them to be. And I also have to make sure that the means to get to those end results are in line with my goals and with my vision. We call it the queen bee role, which is a phrase that was coined by Mike Michalowicz. And basically the thing that is most important to your center, every decision you make, every decision your staff makes serves the queen, right? And if you think of what does a queen bee do? A queen bee is like head of the beehive and every worker bee inside that beehive serves the queen. So we got clear on that. We had to go through a journey where we got very clear on what is our queen bee role. And we knew what was the most important thing for us to do. And then I presented that to the staff. Like I'm going to let you guys take a lot more over. And this is what everything revolves around. But that wasn't enough. I still found that there was some more guidance needed. And I expected too much of people. One day I was um, trying to help a teacher and I really liked this teacher. So I actually spent a month going into her classroom every morning and working alongside her. And I expected her just to watch me and to figure it out, right? And at the end of the month, she said, wow, you're so amazing in the classroom. I wish I could do what you do. And I thought, oh my gosh, I just wasted the last month. And I said to her, well, you can just do it. You've been watching me just do it. Do what I did. And she looked at me just in shock. How am I supposed to just do what you did? I can't just do what you did. So I went to my coach and I said, what did I do wrong? I showed her what to do. I worked with her for a month so she could see how it should be done. And she still doesn't know. And my coach told me, no, Evelyn, you did it wrong. You can't expect someone just to mimic you. That isn't how it works. Them watching you do things isn't going to automatically mean that they're going to listen and do what you want them to do. You have to intentionally coach them. And she told me there's a method to coaching. You demonstrate, then you have them do, right? You're going to basically, oh, and the first thing she said, is when you go in, you have to set the stage. You walk in and say, okay, today I am demonstrating how to really interact richly while the children are walking around doing uh, their centers, right? And so I want you to watch what I say to the children, how I act with the children, how I engage, how I enter into conversations, how I remove myself. I want you to really take note of those things because tomorrow you're going to do it. So that's the first step. Secondly, then you do watch them and you take notes and you help them come up with a plan for improvement. And then you do it again. You do the demonstration, the observation, the feedback. So it's that flow of demonstration, observation, feedback, right? To be an effective coach. But then I realized there's no way I can do this for every single staff member. I can't. It's not possible right? Especially as you're hiring throughout the years. And at the time I own multiple centers and different things. So I thought there's got to be another way. And what I came up with is documented systems. Now we document every system that we do in our child care center, 
everything is documented. Some of it is video. Some of it is in writing. Some of it is audio. There's just different methods of bringing the same information. But we've also trained all of our teachers to coach new teachers or to coach their co-teachers or to just constantly have that accountability, right? So we created a duplicatable system in order for us to be able to truly delegate, true delegation where you can walk away. We have systems of operations, SOPs for everything we do, which are step-by-step guidelines. If a child bites, the teachers have a guideline on how to deal with it every single time. So you're not dealing with this child differently than you dealt with that child. We've found what works and we've duplicated over and over and over. But there's one other thing about delegation. When you start doing these systems, you have to really be open-minded because sometimes your staff has better ideas than you do. Sometimes their methods are more effective and you have to listen. You have to really open your ears and you have to be able to hear them and you have to let go of your ego. Your ego, I can guarantee you, is your number one biggest enemy for every single one of us. Pride will take us all down. So when your ego is so married to your methods, you have no idea the amazing ideas you're letting slip how you could be so much better if you just let go of your ego. What is important is the end result. It's not the process. Let go of the process. You are creating so much of your own overwhelm because you're so married to your processes that you can't let it go and you have to micromanage everything. And that is ego. That is absolutely your ego taking charge. And when you learn to let your ego go, you're going to be such a better leader. And you're going to let these amazing people that work for you shine. And now not only are you going to have your own brilliant brain, but you're going to have how many other staff members brilliance at your center, but you have to empower them. You can't belittle them. You can't make them feel small. You have to let them see how amazing and wonderful they are. And sometimes they're not going to believe it because a lot of us have a lot of self-doubt, but you just have to keep telling them and letting them see how great they are. Let go of the process. The end result is what's important. I have learned that my center is so much better off now. It is such a better quality program because I took a step back. And I didn't have to be in control of everything. I didn't have to have my hands in everything that happened anymore. And now I have a better program for it. My director is an amazing coach. She coaches way better than I ever did. I might be a great trainer, but I'm not the best coach. So she comes in and coaches our staff now. I'm much better at coaching other owners who are on the same level. I'm not as good trickling it down but she's amazing at it. So now I don't even get involved. I just know she created her method for coaching. She does an excellent job of it. And I let her do her thing. 
And it is a beautiful thing. That also takes a lot off of my plate because I'm allowing her to do her job. And for you directors, it's the same thing with teachers. Allow your teachers to do their job. Step back. Let them do their job. It doesn't matter how they serve lunch as long as it's staying in accordance to regulations and the end result is the same. And as long as it serves the queen bee. It doesn't matter how a floor gets swept. As long as it gets swept, all of it is clean, right? How many of you do that to your children? You'll see them sweeping and you don't like how they hold a broom. Oh, that's not how you hold a broom. This is how you hold a broom. And then you take it over. Or how about stacking the dishwasher, right? How many times do we do that? Where you open the dishwasher. Oh, you didn't put those plates in the right spot. They don't go like this. They go like this. You get the same amount of dishes in the dishwasher and they're just as clean. Doesn't change a thing. You just had to rearrange it all. Why is that? Why do you feel like you have to have that kind of control? When you're doing things like that, you are creating your own overwhelm. So have a good talk with yourself and ask yourself, where do I need to be accountable? Because I have to micromanage the people in my life so detailed that I am creating my own overwhelm. How am I creating my own overwhelm? I can guarantee you, your life will be a lot easier when you let go of the process and let others shine. I hope every one of you has a wonderful week and I will see you again next week for another Mindset Monday. Thank you for joining Evelyn today. For more information, please visit childcarebusinessprofessionals.com.